0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome to another episode of First Bite, our free agency recap series where we're getting to know the newest. Detroit Lions we just did an episode on Cameron Sutton we are moving on to the next big signing another three-year deal given to Bears former Bears running back David Montgomery my name is Jeremy Reisman I am the producer over at Pride of Detroit with me as always on these first bite episodes is Ryan Matthews senior editor of Pride of Detroit at Ryan underscore POD on Twitter Ryan how we doing
0: I have not looked forward to a podcast like this one because I know that it's going to be an interesting conversation between you and Rob. <laughs> that's like right. I I am going <laughs> to prefer to be like a fly on the wall for this one because oh. Jeremy is squirming, and sure. I know Rob I know Rob is going to give it to us straight. So like that's what I'm looking forward to. I, you know, and I'm. I want to be set straight. I, I want to be told, hopefully,
1: that I'm wrong about being a little weary of this signing, um, because I do think Lions fans in general might be overstating how much better David Montgomery is than Jamal Williams. I do agree that he's better, but I think might be overstated. But we're about to find out because, as you teased, we have a a third guest, a third person, a first guest. I would say uh, he is a a writer for USA Today. Uh, and for the win, uh, a Bears fan himself, Robert Zaglinski, old friend of the show, is here at Robert Zaglinski on Twitter. Welcome back, man.
2: Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for being on. Thanks for that like, real kind endorsement, Ryan. I mean, I'm just, I, I, I feel so, like, I mean, I know it's because I'm mostly cynical about the Bears, but, like, still, thank you.
0: You're more than welcome, Rob.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, but uh, let's jump into it. Uh, I'm going to start with the question we started with our, our Cameron Sutton podcast, and that is, what was your first reaction when you saw that the Detroit Lions handed David Montgomery a three-year deal worth $18 million?
2: Uh good for him. Good for him. I think he's earned it. I think he's earned a payday, 25 years old, getting a second contract. I don't think the Bears were going to pay him. I don't think the Bears were as keen on him. Uh, but he was he's always been in his like in, in his career with Chicago, he's always been a workhorse back guy who I think has played through a lot of injuries uh, ones we probably even haven't heard of uh, over, especially over the last two years, Uh, consummate team guy, consummate like person that bleeds the colors of whatever uniform he has on. Like he deserves it. That's plain and simple as that.
0: So, so I want to know then Rob, like what, like why do you think the bears chose to let Montgomery go? Like if they have a steady presence, a guy who, and, and, speaking as as a Lions fan who has been frustrated with the limitations of DeAndre Swift in terms of his availability on the field when you get a running back who is steady who is consistent who you can count on to be on the field each and every week in a grueling NFL season like why do you think the Bears chose to let Montgomery walk like are they comfortable with Khalil Herbert being the lead back like is is that going to be the Bears M.O.?
2: Uh, I think the Bears, uh, at least under Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, they want more. And I know this will sound contradictory. I'll get to in a second, but they want more of a downhill back. Montgomery's a powerful guy. Montgomery's going to be great in short yardage. I think for the Lions, especially behind that offensive line, but he's not exactly a a guy that just like goes to the hole, so to speak. Khalil Herbert is. He's perfect for the zone blocking scheme uh, that they implemented last year with uh, working in tandem with Justin Fields. They also got Deontay Foreman, similar kind of style of back. They just want guys that aren't wasting any time, that aren't dancing around. Montgomery kind of does that, and uh, he's had some durability issues over the last two years. So I think they were comfortable kind of just moving in a different direction.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, Before we get more into, I guess, him as as a rusher, let's talk about him as a person, because obviously he has some big shoes to fill with with Jamal Williams. A lot of people uh, rightfully uh, love that guy. So what kind of person uh, are they getting
2: in in David Montgomery? I think Montgomery is going to ingratiate himself uh, into Detroit perfectly. I think uh, he's Montgomery was someone that definitely played into the bears rich tradition of running backs you know i mean I, I don't really care as much about it obviously given the quarterbacks thing but the rich tradition of running i had to throw that in the rich tradition of running backs he loved that he really enjoyed it uh he was uh, he liked being the bell cow of an anemic offense it didn't seem to be bother him consummate like humble dude i guess so to speak he'll fit right in i think it'll be a I think it'll be of a bit of a contrast compared to the more colorful Jamal Williams, for sure. Just just for you guys to get used to. Uh, Montgomery doesn't really talk much about things other than football. There was an exchange, I think, like last summer where he was asked to give any details about the Bears offense. And he jokingly, of course, but basically said that we're going to run the ball and we're going to pass the ball. And then we'll see what else happens. That's that's kind of what you're going to get. This is the uh, all business, so to speak.
0: Mm. Yeah, but spot the lie there. I mean, he's he's just being honest. Well, well yeah. To, did did honest they honest that, you know, pass the ball? They're asking for more detail.
1: They did run the ball. I don't know if they passed the ball, so I think that was a half lie.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, okay. So, like, let, let's go back to to you know Montgomery on the field. We we kind of have this expectation, right? Because as soon as Montgomery signs, a lot of Lions fans, myself included, are like, oh, okay, the Lions are going in this direction. Jamal Williams is no longer a part of this team's plans moving forward. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Montgomery's play style. Like, what is he like as a runner? What does he bring as as a pass catcher in, in that phase of the game? And arguably something that always comes up with a lot of running backs, especially here in Detroit, is like, can he pass protect? How, how how does
2: he do it in all three of those phases rep? I think David Montgomery, while he's not like a superstar tailback, but he's definitely one of the more well-rounded running backs in the league. He's going to do everything the Lions want at a very high level. Kind of touched on this. Um, His running style, uh, short yardage guy. I imagine they're probably going to use him most of the time in the red zone and the goal line, uh, similar to the Jamal Williams role. Can... A little frustrating in that he kind of tries. I think the dancing comes from him not wanting to go down on first contact, I think, which he will almost never do. Um, Great pass catcher, great route runner. Uh, Reminds me of kind of of a uh, little throwback here for any Lions fans that have paid attention to the exploits of the Bears over the years. Like a JV Matt Forte, like a Walmart Matt Forte, so to speak. Less athletic, less fast. And probably better in short yardage, uh, but he'll give you everything.
1: I think one of the things that one of the stats that I think everyone has thrown out is that the miss tackles, right? He's forced the most missed tackles. How how does he do it? Is it is it via physical nature? Is he does he have a nasty stiff arm? Is he is he shifty? Is it a little bit of everything?
2: So he doesn't really have. <laughs> uh, this will make it sound like like I'm blasting it, but it's just it's just true. He doesn't really have an extra gear. So most of the time when he's breaking tackles, he's in the open field. He's he's just shedding guys or he's just churning his legs. He's not someone that is going to go out of bounds, so to speak. He's he's looking for that extra. He's looking to, to break that extra tackle. I would say that the the missed tackle stat isn't exactly the greatest endorsement of his skill set because sometimes it's you know considering the Bears offensive line it was just him trying not to go down right away you know as soon as penetration was but yeah like uh very much so uh someone with I guess will and determination so to speak per se. And and just to kind of like make things clear,
0: he's a guy who first down, second down, third down, four it doesn't matter what down you're comfortable down with back. having
2: David Montgomery on the field. Four down back. I I would I would venture to guess that he might be that by the end of the year, once he gets really comfortable with the Lions' offense, he might be having more reps than someone like DeAndre Swift.
0: Yeah, well, and speaking of reps, I I think the the thing I want to know is like, is he capable of being a lead back? You talk about little you know durability durability issues here and there. I mean, this is a guy who's had over a thousand touches in four years with the Bears. Like, does does he have it left in the
2: tank? It kind of. Honestly, it kind of feels weird to say that about a 25 year old. but right. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Um, The term that he got the three years is perfect because I'm not sure he necessarily gets to three years. Right. And it's also great for him that the Lions offensive line is a bit more capable of opening holes for him and keeping contact off of him and that he has someone to spell him. But if you're going to use him in a similar way to the bears did, uh, there might be an unfortunate thigh injury or calf injury or something in October or November. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Let's just be honest.
1: I want to, I want to get back to the, the dancing thing a little bit because naturally people are going to compare this guy to, to Jamal Williams. um, And, and they're, they're going to play similar roles and and people are going to wonder if the production is going to go up or down from, from Jamal's crazy, impressive 2022 season or crazy, I should say efficient. Um, But, but I, I think that was the one thing that Jamal could say is like, he, he wouldn't do much. Like he wouldn't break tackles like like David Montgomery would, but you you'd point to a gap to run and he would just you wouldn't mess around. He'd get there. So I guess my question is, if David Montgomery might struggle to do that, does he does he overcome that? Or is he dancing because he doesn't trust the, the Bears offensive line? Or I, I guess if you put all this stuff together, is it still going to work in those short yardage situations? Because it feels like dancing is like the. The exact wrong thing you to do in a short yardage situation.
2: If he's near the goal line, so if he's in the red zone and such, yeah. I think he'll be fine. He was always great in that regard. If you're going to put him uh, behind the sticks, if you're going to put him second and second and medium, second and lawn, it's going to be a complete disaster. <laughs> okay. um, it, just, it just will. Um, he won't be Williams. I don't think you can exactly replicate that. He's definitely filling that spot, right? But he's not. It's not going to be a carbon copy. Uh, I think he. Can, I think he'll make up for it. By being a better receiver, by being a better pass protector, by actually keeping helping to keep Jared Goff a little bit upright on, on, on like crucial passing situations. but I won't deny that there will be frustration. There will be frustration uh at the occasional, you know, he he needed three yards. why why is he still trying to kind of like juke a guy in the backfield for someone who isn't even that shifty?
0: So I i, I yeah, i I guess what we need to know, Rob, is, I mean, do you like David Montgomery?
2: Or do you hate him? <laughs> uh I liked Khalil Herbert more. Oh, uh okay. I, I don't I did. I just Khalil Herbert is a worse pass protector and definitely a worse receiver, but I like Khalil Herbert's running style better. Uh I, I think he's a better pure runner. Uh David Montgomery uh was someone that struck me as the Bears leaning on too much, especially with it within the confines of their abysmal offense. And I didn't want them to pay him, considering how you could basically find running backs any old any old draft every single year. Uh, I like Montgomery. I don't love him. So I'm well, completely fine with him, leaving to a rival team. So, yeah. So 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 I think just to to kind of
0: follow up on that, like, do you feel like while Montgomery was in Chicago? Because, like you said, they you know just wanted to use him use him use him do you feel like maybe he got shoehorned into this team that historically but even recently can't really throw the football like is there is there an element of hey predictability the bears are going to run the football maybe maybe that leads to him having to to do some dancing and to
2: kind of overcompensate for the fact that you know eight eight dudes are in the box or what I mean, absolutely. That's that. That dates back to an issue for the Bears for a long time now. With with all of the talented tailbacks they've had over the years, uh, I I think it'll help him to be actually to be able to actually have an elite passing game. To be able to have an offensive line that doesn't let him get destroyed uh, at the onset of the snap for sure. Um, I, I I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how realistic it is to expect it to completely take that element out of his game. I think you learn some bad habits and there might still be those frustrations I keep alluding to. Um, But there should be some measure of optimism. That'll be better with you with like a balanced offense that knows what it's doing more or less.
1: Do you think, do you think his best days could be ahead of him at least statistically wise?
2: Uh um... I mean, we're talking like on a pure efficiency level or volume level, volume level, for sure. No efficiency, maybe efficiency. If you don't overuse him, if you don't, uh, if if you're careful with the amount of tread left on his tires, then sure. Sure. Maybe another year or two. Maybe he's, maybe he's doing the same Jamal Williams thing uh, being up there in the league with uh, as a league leader in rushing touchdowns. I think he could be up. Th- I, I think that, is reasonable but like thousand plus rushing yards 400 500 receiving yards eh? probably not do you think he's a do you think he's a better back than jamal was i think he's a more complete back than jamal williams i like i like jamal williams more as a runner though so okay i think that's fair it's fair
0: yeah for sure um all right, so let's do two things here. One, I want to get an assessment of how you feel the Bears handled the running back situation, considering, you know, what Dave Montgomery got in terms of a contract. And, you know, yeah, I mean, you obviously feel real comfortable with the Bears moving forward with Khalil Herbert, but then they go out, they sign Deontay Foreman. Nice little cheap, like, was it like one three year or one year, three million dollar contract? Um, are, are you overall happier with that approach that the Bears took or do you feel like, Hey, it would have been nice to bring back, you know, that little lightning and thunder combo that they had in in Herbert and Montgomery. Uh,
2: I couldn't, I'm kind of happy with their direction because I still expect them to add a back who can catch and pass block in the draft. Um, I, I think going into a season without an experienced tailback that can actually pass block, uh, and and be a valuable like safety valve for Justin Fields would be a mistake so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of satisfied with the direction they're going right now and they've committed they've committed to the kind of running back I want that doesn't dance around that doesn't waste time um even considering if their offensive line improves they're one of their uh so I I, I appreciate the steps they've taken give me your favorite David Montgomery play or a couple of them if you want I think he had a there was a there was a game in 20 no that, that was <clears throat> that was Jordan Howard. Sorry, they all blend in together. All the, <laughs> all, all the running backs the on these storied games, franchise of running backs. They literally blend in. I'm not even gonna <laughs> deny it at this point with, with, with these awful passing games. Uh signature <laughs> <senior laughs> David Montgomery game, Seattle last year, meaningless team playing for nothing. I think it was snowing in Seattle. Nick Foles was the starting quarterback. Uh and they basically ran. The offense through him Uh real fun game to watch, even if it didn't, again, have any sort of significance on the postseason uh, at all for two like awful teams. Uh, <laughs> but it was nice to see. It was nice to see him have that burst. It was nice to see him just kind of take the brunt of the load. I'm, I think he had something close to like 150 rushing yards, uh, ran the offense. Through. You should see the highlights of the game of him just kind of dragging Seahawks around. If any Lions fans want to check that out, a lot of fun to watch for a, a very much a classic tailback when he gets going.
0: All right, Rob, we need you to do one thing and one thing only before we get out of here. You need to grade the signing for the Detroit Lions. Um, And it needs to be on an A to F scale. Don't do the, hey, it's either an A or B kind of thing. And I know you aren't that kind of guy. And you're you're the straight talker. That's why we had you on the freaking podcast. So let us know, because you know the Lions. You're in the division. Grade
2: the signing. Wait, so I can only say A or F or, or I can no. say any. A through F. <laughs> you said A or F. You said A or F. <laughs> I was like, B. B, Ryan. I think it's a solid signing. I have concerns about uh, Montgomery, I guess, seamlessly transitioning to what the Lions want for a downhill runner. I think there will be a bit of a struggle in initial transitions, but he'll probably be comfortable by the end of the year. Um, and I don't think he's an elite player. But he can do everything. He'll fit right in. I think he'll be I think a, a better offensive line, a better offensive coordinator, uh will help him a lot to, uh in a new role and a new team. So A B. I'll take it. Wasn't my
1: C plus. So um people are gonna like your assessment of him better than than mine. Um he but he's cheap in so Indigo. So cool. Is Indigo so cool? says a a better grade than Jeremy, no surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I here's the thing. I though he's cheap compared to feature backs, but in terms of like a, a 1B to 1A, six million a year is pretty up there.
2: I mean, it's not but, like they're competing for a Super Bowl this year, right? Unless they are. Are they? I'm not that's not me talking trash. Like are they? They might like, cool. they, 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 sure they, they Rob.
1: might be Rob. I don't and I don't I don't I don't want to go on record as admitting that, but I just did. I think they might be. I think they might think they're competing for a Super Bowl this year. That's how I'll put it.
2: Okay, well, my then, I mean, his contract terms, he has a guaranteed 8.7 million. So it's right. even less than so it's it's just over a little year, like a year. There's not been really much of a commitment here. Well, yeah, and that's
1: that's the part I always want to make clear too. Is like this is not a contract that will cap strap you for for decades. It's fine.
0: I, I I had no idea that I was on a podcast with two Bears fans, Robert Mays wow. and Robert Zaglinski. Wow, what an honor.
1: I just said the, the Lions might compete for the Super Bowl, and you're calling me a Bears fan. You said that you said almost the exact thing
0: that Robert May said on Twitter about. I think the Lions think oh, that they might compete. That's right. <laughs> that's right.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, Rob, we're gonna give you an opportunity here to promote your stuff. Uh, tell us where they can find you, where they can read you, all sorts of Robert Zaglinski content out there on the internet.
2: Y'all can read me at uh, USA Today's For the Win. I cover the I mean, I cover everything, but I mainly cover the NFL. There, uh, I write about the Lions. Um, I only, I only talk shit really to Jeremy and Ryan. I'm nice <laughs> about the Lions professionally, in a more, at least in a more, sorry, in a more professional capacity. Yeah, so apparently, this uh, isn't a professional podcast. I don't want the Lions to take Anthony Richardson because he could sit for a year and be perfect, and just read my agony. Then that'd be perfect. Read me at For the Wins USA Today, and find me on Twitter at Robert Zukan斯基. Robert, always enjoy having you on,
1: ribbing you, you ribbing us. It keeps things a little loose here while we bring in a, a lot of good analysis, too. So I appreciate you making some time, man. Thanks, guys. All right, that'll do it. uh We got more of these coming up. So make sure you're subscribed, obviously, on all of the podcast feeds. Leave us a review, leave us a rating. We haven't had a, a good review, uh, a fun review to read uh, in a while. So make sure you leave one there. But for Robert, for Ryan, thank you all for listening. It's chaos. Be quiet.